This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson on demand. No! Ta-da! I'm living proof, baby. Miracles happen. How about that? You laugh, Alan, but Google's bailed me out of a lot of uh, things. I'm telling you, I had muscle cramps. It said, eat walnuts, almonds, and bananas. I've been, you see, I've been eating them like crazy. No cramps! Who needs doctors when you've got Google? This is the Rod Peterson Show. Uh, that is, um, do as I say, not as I do. I would not advocate going to Google for doctor advice. <laughs> How are you, dupes? I'm great. A-, a lot of people do, though. Yeah. How do you know that you're hitting the right Google doctor? I know, right? WebMD is like, people think that substitutes a doctor's appointment. Uh, by the way, I'm just tweeting the show. I'm sorry. You know that you love your job when you, you show up on a Monday and it feels like a month since you've been there. Yeah. And we were so busy telling stories that I forgot to get everything off the ground here that I normally do. So I'm just tweeting this, the Listen Live link, the YouTube link, the Game Plus link. So hi, Canada and Canadian sports fans around the world. Welcome to your favorite sports talk show. <clears throat> here we go. Brand new week. Uh, it's episode number 476 of Canada's daytime sports talk show. Just hang on a second, Director Jordan with the quick six, because got a few things I want to get out of the way. Do you have the text line? Plugged in. In your office, right? Right, right beside the chair you were sitting in all morning, I might add. <laughs> Saying our minds, whoop, gone. <laughs> Squirrels, relax. We're all crazy. It's not a competition. <laughs> uh, number one. Darren Drager will be our guest uh, coming up later on in hour one, the TSN NHL insider, and Jeff Reinbold, Hamilton Tiger Cats special teams coordinator in hour two for an NFL draft uh, recap as he is from Sky Sports, their NFL analyst. I just want to say this before the quick six. You had a good weekend, I assume? Amazing. I had, a, I had an amazing weekend, and I just want to tell a quick couple fun stories. Cool? Yeah. I was... Um, alone Friday evening, so I took Big Bird for a tool. You saw that it was 26 degrees Celsius Friday in Regina, which is like 90 Fahrenheit. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm going to go for a drive. 
And I did. And I got pulled over by the RCMP Uh-oh. outside town. How and I'm like, yeah, how about that? I know. So the guy comes walking up to the Jeep from the backside, says, oh, you're the radio guy. Which is not uncommon that the, uh, that the police would say that here uh, <clears throat> in this province. And he goes, I recognize the name. Now I, now I recognize the face. And I said, obviously, you've lived around here for a while. And he goes, oh, yeah, he laughed 20, 25 years. You know why I pulled you over? I'm like, I have no idea, but I don't think I was speeding. And he's like, nope. I'm driving a 1975 antique Jeep, okay? I'm like, mother, father. He's going to give me tickets out the yin-yang here on this thing. You're minus uh, mud flaps. You need mud flaps on this thing. And it would be nice if you had a license plate light over the back of your license plate. And I'm like, what if I don't drive it at night? He goes, do you drive it at night? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to work. So get the mud flaps, get the license plate, have a good day. And that was it. And then I just, do driving, took off on my thing. But I'm thinking, I had this thing for four years, and nobody has said, I need mud flaps. Right. I'm driving on the highway. There's no mud. But I'm a yes sir, no sir kind of guy when it comes to law enforcement. And it could have been worse. Yes. Right? And then Golf Sunday at Deer Valley, our partner, and it was awesome. I was... I, for a first round, it was great. I had some of the best advice I could have ever gotten from my brother-in-law. He said, stop thinking. Get up to the ball and hit it. Don't go through your dang checklist. And it works. It wor- Can you believe it? It worked. Unbe- Don't think. Who would think? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. You know, that's always the case, right? And I find that even in my own golf game. I put on the shoes. I pick out the outfit. You go out there and you have a bad day. But if you go out there and like flip-flops and you don't care and you're stress-free, mm-hmm. you play better. That's what it was. I see that Ryan McCarthy in Saratoga, New York, has sent in a $5 super chat, but he didn't say anything. He's not that late, though. <laughs> $5 from Ryan McCarthy. He's paying the Monty, phone. viewer Monty says, how much was your ticket, Rod? It wasn't a ticket. That's the point. He's like, get mud flaps on this thing, and Bob's your uncle. Have a nice day. Gave me my license back. It was amazing. That was a great start to the weekend. And then if I may just end it with this, it's my commentary today on Cat Country and Rock 98.5. I was invited to go on this Zoom call last night with former NFL coach, and he'll probably be back in the NFL again, Bob Wiley. Now he's with the Ottawa Red Blacks. And I'll say it on the air, who was on this Zoom call. Paul Charbonneau invited me, longtime Canadian coach. I said the other day, Alouettes and uh, Bombers, Craig Smith, um, Dominic Picard. I told you some of them. Mike Mike Gibson. Gibson. Uh, Rick Thompson, a lot of guys, and pro coaches, and I'm the only media guy on there. And I said, Sharps, look, you better ask Coach Wiley if it's okay if I'm on the call because he hates the media. And Sharps, I was like, no, 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 you're good. Wiley be fine. He just hates cameras at practice. You get that. As far as being on the call, it's great. And I'm expending a lot of time in my stories here, but should I give him the the Coles notes of the most important thing? Yeah. This could be our ultra update, too, because it's, it's my commentary. The question's always, how do you move up? Coach, how do you move up? We get it in our mentorship programs. How do you move up in this business? And he's like, I came out of college as a teacher, had played college ball, started teaching. I was coaching minor football, Pop Warner in America, and I decided very quickly I didn't want to be a teacher. So I went in to quit, and the principal said, well, I noticed you're coaching minor football, Pop Warner. Do you want to take over our high school football program? And he goes... That's a job. <laughs> He's like, yeah. 
So I start coaching high school football. I go to all these coaching clinics, building relationships, starting files. And then from there, it went Brown University, then to the NFL with Arizona, New York, Oakland, Denver. What am I forgetting? Tampa Bay. Some stops in the CFL. He was with Saskatchewan in 09. That's where I got to know him. He used to always do card tricks for the flight attendants on the flights. <laughs> and I'm like, what? This guy's got the meeting out of the palm of his hand. He looks like Craig Stadler. What the hell? <laughs> I know. He's got charm. He's got personality. And actually, I saw a side of Coach Wiley last night on the Zoom that I didn't even know existed. And, and by the way, he said, the most fun I ever had coaching was in Pop Warner when those little kids came out of the huddle and I was so happy that they would line up at center guard and tackle because they had no idea what they were doing. He said, the higher you go in this sport, yeah, there's more money, but the pressure is exponentially more and the fun kind of gets sucked out of it. So in, as Miley Cyrus, that noted philosopher, said, it's the climb. It's the climb. It's funny you said that because, and I know, you know we're getting bogged down in this. But that's, <laughs> it's all good. You know, what doesn't matter if you're a young um, you know, business student or a broadcaster or in any you yeah. know, discipline you are, if your only goal is, okay, I'm here, how do I get to the top? How do I move as fast as I can get to the top? Mm-hmm. And if that's your only goal, it's like, it's like trying to pick your career, deciding, well, which one's going to make me the most money? It's, a, fail, it's oh, yeah. a failure waiting to happen, right? It needs to be you're doing it because you love it. Think about your first job. I mean, I went to Rosetown and Kindersley to do Clippers. I thought I was at the top of the world. It's the greatest job ever. <laughs> it's the I could, climb. I could do this forever, right? And he probably thought that coaching high school football. This is the best. I can do this forever. Got a college job. It's like, no, this is the best. I can do this forever. He never thought about his next job. Exactly. He just enjoyed doing what he was doing and pow. Anyways, I'm seeing a lot of questions come in from the viewers. This is the warm-up for the Four Seasons Sports Palace. This is where we ask the questions. Viewer takeover is later on in the program. Thanks. So the quick six show topics, please. Thank you, Jordan. Thanks for uh, sitting through that, Director Jordan. Number one, these are of importance to me. The Blue Jays sweep the Royals. Where's my horn? Can you believe? I didn't watch much of it because it's summertime. You're going to see me on a boat on the golf course somewhere else, but I'm just seeing these scores. I'm like, what the heck is going on? The Blue Jays, I wrote it down. 14 and 12 now, a game and a half out of first place, and the AL Eastern leading Boston Red Sox. So, And George Springer's come around. He's hurt mildly, but whatever. They're at Oakland tonight, and we're just very proud of the Toronto Blue Jays. Okay, Blue Jays, let's play ball. Let's go. Point two, NFL draft leftovers. There were four Canadians selected, and Jevin Holland... Our guy Craig Smith knows his stuff, man. Our director of scouting said he's a lock, the top Canadian to go, and he was. So congratulations to him. The Dallas, I would ask you, the viewers, how did your team do? I see the Dallas Cowboys, my team, America's team, was given a C by the Athletic. I don't know if that means anything. The Cowboys are very happy, but you always leave the draft table happy. Right? Yeah. The team's always, whether you're drafting your Stanley Cup playoff pool that you dropped 20 bucks on or the NFL draft, you leave the table thinking you did a great job. And most, Correct? And most teams always have a bad draft. Mm-hmm. Most teams. I mean, it's rare that you come away having this great draft with tons of players who can play. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Beach writes in and says, Is 14 and 12 a good record? Baseball's weird. It's a hell of a lot better than 1 and 25. They're a game and a half off the division lead. Who cares what the record is? They're in the thick of it. They just swept the Braves. Weaky, weaky. Is this thing on? Who cares what the record is? Yeah. They're rolling. 
I mean, there's, it shows parity yeah. in the division, and they're rolling. 14 and 12, they're going the right way. Uh, by the way, on the NFL thing, this is really sad what's going on with the Aaron Rodgers thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everybody that said that this is irreparable is right in year one. It's divorce time now. And this morning on ESPN, they're lining up who is at fault, and they're choosing sides. Well, they're not going to counseling. No. <laughs> They're not, and this is it's over. But we've seen this before. I mean, I saw with my Titans. There was a there was a conflict between Vince Young and Jeff Fisher, and Bud Adams, the owner at the time, had to make a decision. He sided with Jeff Fisher. wasn't the right move, but you don't know that till later. And now we find out through Mike Tirico, who saw Aaron Rodgers at the Kentucky Derby, it's the GM. It's Rodgers and the GM. Rodgers is only not he's only going to come back if the GM is not there. Wow. Goes back to the trade. So now the ownership group has to decide. Who do we GM they're picking sides or Aaron Rodgers. It's just like any divorce. <laughs> Who, you know, which which uh which uh, couple friends do you get to keep? You get these ones you get, Who are you who are you siding with? Aaron Rodgers or the general manager? The general manager is going to win. Likely. I would think. So it's it's sad. Divorce is war. It's horrible. And that's where they're going with the Green Bay Packers. It's unfortunate. Point three, NHL weekend leftovers. All I'm going to say about this one is how is there only one game on Sunday? That's ridiculous. The Winnipeg Jets, please don't give up on the Winnipeg Jets. I know they've lost, what is it now, six in a row? I said it three times last week. I'll say it a fourth. This is not the time to throw in the towel if you're the Winnipeg Jets fans or the team. My God, you came this far? It's, I just I realized a lot about Jets fans. They're somewhat neurotic. You can't argue that. You stick it out for a few more weeks, maybe a month. Well, I, I'm not a Jets fan. I think we provide a nice little non-biased opinion here. Of course. On these teams. Look, with the Jets and with any team in any situation, when if you've got good pieces, which I think we would all agree that the Jets have good pieces and we like the build of the makeup of this team, when you take them back to zero, which will happen at the end of the regular season and everybody's on even playing ground, their mindset's going to change. They're not yeah. going to be stuck in, oh, we've lost six in a row as they get ready to play. They're going to be square one, zero, zero in the series, and they're going to come back and we're going to see what the Jets are made of. From Ivan Diablo, he's a Ticats fan. He says, hey, Rod, are your ankles okay with jumping on and off the Blue Jays bandwagon? LOL. He's just, tr- he's just trolling. I'm not on and off the Jays bandwagon. For 20 years, I was, wake me up when you're relevant again. But you've never heard me cheering for any other Major League Baseball team. Never, never, never. Some years they're better than others, but I'm a Jays guy. Believe me. Um, Point four, CFL draft preview. We'll get into that more later on. Uh, The Canadian Football League draft is Tuesday night. And there's a key point that came up. There's a bit of a war brewing at rodpeterson.com on the comments section. Somebody wrote in and said, why are they even having a draft? The league hasn't played in a year and a half. The players haven't played in over a year. At least the Canadian NCAA or uh, U sports kids. And one of the coaches wrote in and said, it's very important for the football community. They're very excited. And the point that I, that struck me as soon as I read that was, it would be nice if more than just the football people were excited about this draft. That must've struck you the same, right? Yeah. You know, it's one thing, I mean, when you play the game and coach the game and are involved in the game, of course you have interest in the game. But we need that, and we need fans and people in this country to be excited about the game and miss the game and, and you know, care about the game as much as the players and coaches do. 
We need more of it for sure. Um, Ivan Diablo, <laughs> Ivan Diablo, watching on YouTube, says, "I'm an Argos fan, but you keep calling me a Tie Cat fan. Sounds like you're trolling." Gotcha. And the other thing about the NFL draft is it's a marketing vehicle, not just about selecting players. It's a it's a tool for the entire league. The CFL draft is just about selecting players. It's in no way a marketing tool for the league at all. But that's a topic we'll probably spend more time on tomorrow, the day of the actual draft. Point five. I got my lights punched out in the Kentucky Derby, Bob Barker style. Whack, whack, whack. And that's why I should call up this thing here. Yep, throw it over to him. Did you watch the Kentucky Derby? Yeah, soup and sandwich finished dead last. They got smoked. They got smoked dead last. And Don't eat a soup and sandwich before going to the post. Like the King is the one I uh, put some money on, and they were near the bottom, too. Okay, so... <clears throat> If you're going to bet, I lost $23 on the Kentucky Derby, and I went by what horse's name sounded, sounded nice. Yep. Soup and salad, whatever the hell it was, <laughs> soup and sandwich, like you say, didn't even place. I got my lights pumped out, but I didn't spend any time researching it. Pucks you, folks. Yes, that's right. Pucks University. Sign up for the Peterson Playoff Special at universityofpucks.com and learn how to become one of the top NHL DraftKings and FanDuel players on the planet. For only $20, RP Show viewers get full site access from now until they hoist the cup. PucksU has it all from systems, stats, strategies, and more. You can't afford not to sign up at universityofpucks.com. You're going to bet anyways, instead of losing all your money, being like me on horse racing, who has no idea what I'm doing. If you're going to put Money down on hockey, go to PucksU, universityofpucks.com, and learn about it. That's what the whole website's about. See what I'm saying? I had no idea what I was doing with horse racing, but it was fun. $23 I lost. Paintney said he lost $90 because we have no idea what we're doing. I could have spent all day Saturday reading up on the horses. I didn't want to. Just wanted to have a skin in the game for the race. Give me a reason. (laughs) And man, did I get, I got dummied, trounced. Congratulations to Medina Spirit, by the way, and his trainer, Bob Baffert. Does he look rich or what? Oh, I know. All the guy does is win. <laughs> Two, look, by the look way. at the guy. How do you keep that suit from getting manure on it? Especially when he's walking through the alley. Oh, man. I know. It just looks rich. Yeah. Something about a guy like that. So, anyways, that's the warm-up, recapping an incredibly fun weekend. And now, looking ahead, TSN's Darren Dreger joins us next. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV across all 10 provinces and 31 states, live daily on YouTube and Facebook, and 24-hour sports talk for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Listen live. This podcast is brought to you by Danette May and Mindful Health LLC, featuring Danette May's top superfood product from her Earth Echo Foods line, Cacao Bliss. Nothing feels better than being able to enjoy rich, smooth, creamy chocolate and knowing you're doing something good for your body. We start with 100% organic cacao beans that are naturally kissed by the sun, maintaining its miraculous health benefits. Then we blend it with turmeric, MCT oil, coconut, Himalayan sea salt, cinnamon and black pepper for the perfect blend to make you feel the best you ever have. The result? 
Fall in love with a truly decadent, healthy, guilt-free chocolate, removing your cravings, facilitating weight loss, boosting your energy, and reducing your inflammation with one simple drink. Not only that, it's friendly to paleo, gluten-free, keto, vegan, and vegetarian diets. For the last eight years, we have been a leader in the superfoods market and are proud to have served millions of customers worldwide. We're offering up to 15% off when you use code MINUTE15 at earthechofoods.com slash minutemedia. Follow us on Twitter at May and at earthechofoods. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome back, everybody. Moose is out of the room, but he's running in. He just had to do a little bathroom break. Come on in, Moose. Um, yeah, there you go. If we can get Darren Dreger on our screen, the pride of Langenberg, TSN, NHL insider Darren Dreger. Dregs, I listen to you on these other stations, and we're not going to just fire machine gun questions at you. I just want to have a hockey chat with you today, if, if that's good. How are things in your life, by the way? Yeah, things are great, uh, as good as they can be. I mean, we're still in a stay-at-home order here in Ontario. Um, so I spend a whole lot of time in my backyard and picking weeds in my front yard. The weather's been lousy, can't golf, but other than that, it's great. <laughs> well, we got out for our first rounds at Deer Valley this weekend. So here in your home province, it's fantastic. But, you know, as far as NHL storylines, and I've got a few here, but more than anything right now, it's the playoff push, right? And that fourth cutoff line in some divisions. To me, that's the biggest story in the National Hockey League this week and next week. I don't think there's any doubt about that. You know, it used to be you'd get to a place where you're jockeying for a playoff spot. And, and it seemed a bit absurd to me, even though, you know, we in the media talked about that storyline for for playoff season after playoff season, uh, you know, going into the playoffs anyway, and how, well, maybe this team fares up better at that team. And then you talk about load management, sitting guys and all that. But the intensity in all the divisions, certainly in the North Division here in Canada, has been playoff-like, I would say, for man at least a month, maybe the last six weeks. And it's certainly been intriguing. You know, I, I picked the Winnipeg Jets as an example uh, to contend with the Toronto Maple Leafs for top spot in the division in the second half of the season. And they've gone through, you know, a real tough stretch here, having lost six in a row. Uh, the Montreal Canadiens are now winning at the right time. So there's a possibility that they could overtake the Winnipeg Jets in the North Division. So there's there's a lot of uh, drama and uh, a lot of intrigue as we get set for the playoffs with everything that's going on around the league. Well, I'll just say this. You know, you mentioned, admitted that you'd cut a, cut your teeth in Winnipeg. That's where you cut your NHL teeth. Darren, yeah. you know, we're on the air there every day on Bell MTS Cable on Game Plus. So we get a lot of uh, reaction from viewers in Winnipeg. They're neurotic, man. They and not in a bad way. They're like they're like Ryder fans. They're psycho about the Jets. Like six in a row, they're jumping off buildings in Winnipeg. Do they have a reason to? Or are they are they going to snap out of this? Do you think? I, I think they will, Rod. And I don't get the same level of angst from the hockey club. <laughs> no, they're disappointed. You know, it's a bad time of year to be going into a skid like this, and that's what it is. This isn't a funk. This is a bona fide skid. But they're, they're still positive around that room. And I think the positivity comes from the fact that they banked so many points, right? So there's, there's, there's no concern over whether or not they're going to miss the playoffs. I mean, 
you know, so the Montreal Canadiens go on a run here and the Winnipeg Jets end up finishing fourth, which isn't likely, but it's certainly possible. You know, is that the worst thing in the world for the Winnipeg Jets? No, it's not. So the players aren't going into the games worrying about hitting posts and not scoring and all of that. What they're trying to do is clean up some of the areas uh, that have been uh, concerning through this skid. So that's what they're focused on now. And, and that takes us back to the comments that Paul made after benching uh, Mark Shifley and how the, the core of this team needs to stick to the values that have made this team so successful. So the club doesn't share the same level of concern, but I'll tell you what, um, everyone associated with the Winnipeg Jets couldn't be happier to have Adam Lowry back in the lineup. You take those two pieces, Nick Ehlers out and Adam Lowry out, and those are two pretty big holes. So uh, Maurice is going to put Appleton caught back with uh, Adam Lowry on a line, which for me is as good a third line in the sport period. So we'll see if getting the familiarity and everything that Adam Lowry brings to the Winnipeg Jets gets them out of their funk. Hey, Darren, um, I'm curious about some of the coaching vacancies. Buffalo's one, but we heard Patrick Waugh's name come up over the last week. Is Montreal something that, that Waugh could be looking at, a reunion there? I mean, he'd be looking at it, I'm sure. Um, you know, is ownership in Montreal willing to go down that road again? I mean, what a <laughs> historic Hall of Fame career, and uh, at least some of it. Uh, had some drama attached to it in his early days uh, and time spent with the Montreal Canadiens. But, you know, it's such a big story in Montreal. Uh, because of the way the team has played, they've lacked consistency until very, very recently. Here, They've got Dominic Ducharme, who, you know, he's a good coach, but he's still the interim coach. You've got, fair or unfair, the uncertainty of Mark Bergevin as general manager. Let's see how things play out here. If the Montreal Canadiens get on a roll, then these questions might be answered and it won't matter whether Patrick Wall wants to get back in the National Hockey League or not. But he is such a unique individual. Uh, number one, he's a winner, right? And and he's proven that even at the coaching level uh, with the QMJHL and the Quebec Rempart. But he's not urgently trying to get back in. And maybe he would consider something on the management side as well, which is probably why he hired Neil Glassberg from PBI Sports, his representative, just to make sure that everybody in the National Hockey League knows that Patrick is ready to climb back into the league. So it could be Montreal. That makes a lot of sense, but I wouldn't be surprised if there are ownership and management groups around the NHL with some of the vacancies coming that at least have a conversation about whether he might be a fit or not. Dregs, the second this Darren mentioned Patrick Waugh, you smiled devilishly. Yeah. Why? <laughs> I, I just love the man. Uh, yeah. he's, he just, he's got a heap of personality. He's no nonsense. He doesn't take crap from anyone, media included. And, and that's what we love. We love the transparency and the honesty. And, man, he's got fire in his belly 24 hours a day. And, and I just – the National Hockey League, look, our, our lives in general just need more creativity and need more entertainment. And Patrick Waugh, for me, provides a level of entertainment. I'll tell you what, fellas, um, Adam Foote's a good buddy of mine. And Footer, and I'm sure Mike Keane would, would tell the same stories going back to the Colorado Avalanche days. And with great respect to, you know, uh, Bob Hartley and Mark Crawford and the good coaches back in the day. You know, Patrick Waugh, there wasn't much that went on around the Colorado Avalanche while he was there that he didn't have input in, you know, be it as a coach or some of the management decisions. He is a sharp, sharp hockey dude. The uh, There's a couple things here. Clark mentioned 
to bring up the new deal with TNT. We already knew that there was a deal with ESPN. What's that going to mean to salaries in the National Hockey League moving forward? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's going to be a while before we, we see the salary cap bump up, regardless of uh, the influx of of revenue and, and monies that have been negotiated in this bigger deal. And what a deal it is. And, you know, look, it's bittersweet for me. Um, you know, I'm happy for the NHL owners and I'm happy for the business side of the National Hockey League because a good business in the NHL is good business for a lot of us. Um, but bittersweet because... You know, I'm, I'm leaving a good family in NBC, who's been my family south of the border and doing work as an insider on their Wednesday games. Uh, so many great people there, and many of those great people in front of the camera, I'm sure, will shift over to either ESPN or TNT. Um, but nobody there has any bitterness towards the National Hockey League because the commissioner's office, you know, went looking for a much better deal. And that's the deal that they ended up cutting, especially with TNT. So, um, in a pandemic, in a world where the NHL just can't realize enough revenue streams to get their house in order, this certainly is is welcome news. But, you know, the bigger picture, how much it will influence player salaries, any of that, I honestly, I, it's going to be a while, Rod, before we know that. It's going to be at least a couple more years. Yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, I have ESPN in my house, and they're they're showing highlights now on Sports Center and talking about it a little bit on their daytime shows, where before they weren't. So this is a this yeah. is a good good deal for the National Hockey League. Hey, the sure. Kraken. We saw Ronnie Francis interviewed the other night in one of the games for Canada. I think it was against Latvia and Texas. They're officially an NHL team now. Can you explain what went on in the last week with the Kraken financially? Yeah, well, they made their final payment. Um, and I, off the top of my head, I can't remember exactly what the number was, but it wasn't a small number. And it was the installment needed to uh, officially shepherd the Seattle Kraken in the National Hockey League as its 32nd team. And beyond the NHL absorbing the funds and cashing that big check, this now allows hockey operations to move full steam ahead. Uh, from a Seattle Kraken perspective. So Ron Francis has been a busy guy, no different than Kelly McCrimmon and George McPhee were prior to the Vegas Golden Knights jumping into the National Hockey League. So he's going to become somewhat popular and unpopular, depending on how you want to look at it and the player that he's looking at via ex expansion on your roster. So there's going to be a lot of horse trading. It's, it's going to be fun to watch. Uh, the difference here, of course, is now he can follow a template. I'm sure that there are clubs around the NHL that, having gone through it with Vegas, aren't going to make the same mistakes with the Seattle Kraken. But I'll also tell you this, fellas. Um, you know, there were deals that didn't happen at the NHL trade deadline, and there was some influence on why they didn't happen because of the Seattle Kraken. Like, I think of Winnipeg. We talked about the Jets earlier. You know, the Winnipeg Jets were trying to land uh, a big-time defenseman. And they had some intriguing conversations. But, you know, there, there would be clubs who would want a player off their roster. Well, that player maybe has been targeted for expansion exposure. And if, if you know, you move a player like that in a trade, <clears throat> then you're going to have to expose somebody else. And maybe you don't want to lose that player. So all of a sudden, a three-for-one type of transaction becomes a four or a five-for-one trade scenario from Winnipeg's standpoint. So... Uh, Ron Francis and the Seattle Kraken have had their fingerprints over a lot of hockey decisions over the past few months. And a fun one to end, Dregs. Uh, 
I don't think anybody's going to match Vegas's imprint as an expansion team, thanks to your Brandon boys. But I think Seattle's yeah. going to be an amazing hockey market. And let me ask you, when you went down there to call games with the Wheaties, were you wow. in the Rock and Roll Arena or were you in the Key Arena? I was fortunate to be in both. What's been your Seattle hockey experience? Uh, in both as well. Uh, I, I just I couldn't believe that it took the NHL as long as it did to get into the Seattle market. You know, just the, the, the obvious geographic rivalry with the Vancouver Canucks is tremendous, I think. And every time I'd bring it up, my Pacific pals would say, ah, Seattle's not really a hockey market. And okay, I mean, professionally speaking, I guess, but guys like you and I, Rod, who had the luxury of spending time when the Seattle Thunderbirds were a real good junior operation, um, I think we could build a case that it is a pretty good hockey market. And based on how quickly they sold season tickets for the Seattle Kraken, that's proving that it is uh, an excellent hockey market. So I'm looking forward to it. I love the logo. I don't get caught up in those sorts of things very <laughs> often. Um, but it's just kind of cool, right? Again, it's it's creative. It's outside the box. And I can't wait to see how good the Seattle Kraken are right out of the gate again living recent past of the Vegas Golden Knights. Well, you go down into the market like that, and you know what it's like when you're on a road trip. You're talking to, you know, servers, wait staff, cab drivers, and yeah. they they watched Hockey Night in Canada. CBC goes into Seattle. Like, they know the game, and you're way yeah. further ahead there than an Atlanta or a Miami. You know what I mean? If they know the game. No question. No question. All right, Dregs, we'll let you go. I know you're a busy guy. We'll pick it up from there. Appreciate the time as always. All right, guys. Be well. Thanks for having me. The great uh, TSN NHL insider Darren Dreger joining us from Toronto. You're smiling, dupes. You had something on that before? No, I, you know what? I, I'm more and more buying into the Kraken name too, right? And, and I'm excited to see games in Seattle. The only problem I have, because Seattle, Kent, shoot, Portland, Tri-City, Spokane, there's a ton of tremendous hockey announcers out there. And it's like the, it looks like the Kraken just ignored all of them. A good friend of ours, Ian Furness, who we had on not, not that long ago. Tom Voining, the longtime voice of the Thunderbirds. I don't get how those guys don't get a shot with a Kraken. Unless they thought we'll just ignore all of them and go we out of state. Make most of them mad by just picking one. <laughs> Let's make them all mad. Yeah, maybe. That, I, that I didn't like. But anyways, we'll be back with a sports update. Uh, and we'll start in on viewer takeover. You're watching the RP show on Game Plus TV Network, YouTube, and Facebook Live, and 24 hour sports talk for Suds Full Service Car Wash at RodPeterson.com. Listen live. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now, back to the studio with Rob. Welcome back, everybody. Just ahead of a sports update, Dupes was pointing out a very popular poll question today from Clark. He's the one that came up with the poll question mm -hmm. for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center, and that is, what is the worst part of your golf game? Driving, irons, short game, or putting? Who is leading on Facebook, you can see it there. Chipping. Oh, no. Driving and putting, 29%. Yeah. Each. On Twitter, driving is leading by 34%. And uh, as I was telling you, for me, it's changing by the day. But I think my wife is very excited that at least I'm quite interested in this. And here's the thing. Because of the uh, little tweaks that I've got from a, a certain CFL 
assistant coach who will remain nameless, but he helped me out. Yeah. Guy can coach anything. He can coach you how to bake a cake, I'm sure. <laughs> He's just good at, yeah. at coaching. I'm hitting the thing bone straight and pretty good distance. But I was always allowing for the bend, the slice. So I was aiming left. So now I'm aiming left and shooting left. Oh, yeah. Right? So it's fun sorting this stuff out. That's an okay miss. It's like you line it up into the trees and we're like, what are you doing? No, 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 no. This is going to come back. You watch. And then you pipe it straight <laughs> into the trees. Yeah. At least you feel good that you hit it you straight. Hit it straight. Exactly. Uh, I'll get to your comments in a moment, but first a sports update. Kyle Lowry had 37 points and Spicy P 39 as the shorthanded Raptors defeated the Lakers 121-114. It was the second game back for LeBron after missing 20 because of a sprained right ankle. Toronto snapped a three-game slide with the win. They didn't have Fred Van Vliet, OG Ananobi, or Chris Boucher. The St. John Sea Dogs capped off their round-robin playoff tournament with a consolation 6-5 overtime victory over the Moncton Wildcats in the Quebec Major Junior League on Sunday. Cam McDonald netted the OT winner 7-19 into the extra frame. Ryan Francis, Peter Reynolds, and Cale McCallum each had two goals for the Sea Dogs. Both teams were already eliminated from the Q playoffs and were playing for pride. The Acadie Bathurst Teton topped the nine-game President's Cup Series with a 4-2 record and will face the Charlottetown Islanders in the Maritimes Division Final. We'll have the dub uh, results from Sunday next hour. The Vancouver Whitecaps were on the wrong end of a 1-0 scoreline in Major League Soccer. A sublime free kick by Diego Rubio in the 26th minute gave the visiting Colorado Rock, uh, Rapids the victory. The Whitecaps are 1-1-1 one, one, and one to begin the season. And former Masters champion Mike Weir says he hit the right shots when he needed to down the stretch. Weir of Brights Grove, Ontario won his first PGA Tour Champions event, the Insperity Invitational in Texas. This sports update for the Tab Brewhouse and drive through Liquor Store and for Red Bull Canada. Red Bull gives you wings. And here we are on the air with the view for sports fans talking sports today. And holy smokes, I'm telling you, there's literally dozens of topics on a Monday coming oh, out yeah. of that weekend to discuss. So where are we going from here, caller? Where you do, tell me. Where do they want to go, right? As... as uh... I mean, they, they, they want to talk about their golf games, but I think we've moved on from <laughs> I that. I think we've moved on. Because we've played enough, and, we, and it's uh, settling in the poll question. Um, you know, I don't know. You know, we're in this little bit of a lull where we're getting ready for the NHL playoffs, and we yeah. talked about that stretch drive and what Winnipeg's going to do. It's a good lull, though. It's a good lull, but, you know, I'm not looking at the results. They don't matter as much, unless you're in that spot where you're battling for, for playoffs. Um, and then we're in the, the post-draft, NFL draft kind of we're in a know, low. I hangover like too, right? So Aaron Rodgers is stealing the headlines. I, you know, I, I'm okay with that. Well, I just I'm I'm looking at some of the com- sorry to put you on yeah, the no, spot there, but it's good. literally it's a low. It's the golden corral of sports talk. You don't know what you want to. You're just surveying things. Like when you go to the golden corral, you scout like the six tables, and then you come back, mm-hmm. right, to decide what you want. And that's kind of where we're at here today. Yeah, we're all waiting for the Stanley Cup playoffs. You put it very well, but there is a CFL draft tomorrow night. What? Yeah, that's interesting. We could go CFL draft. Well, and I will, but hang on. Somehow or another, it came up here. Chris Bird's watching in Toronto and says, there is no doubt in my mind that Southern Ontario would support another NHL team. What are you talking about? You can't put one in Hamilton because then Toronto would want one. 
There we go. <laughs> it's, it's all okay. It's like uh, Letterman. Yeah, exactly. That's good. Um, Just because there's enough people to support a team, does the fan base want to? You have to understand, it's like saying Saskatchewan or... You know, could support another CFL team. It's the argument. Saskatoon could have a team. But are you telling me there's that wow. many people in Saskatoon that aren't Ryder fans? Because it's the same thing in Southern Ontario. Or is there that many people in Southern Ontario that are anti-Leafs? Because you're not going to tell. Just because there's a team in Hamilton, but I've been a Leafs fan all my life, I'm not going to not be the well, Leafs Well, you know fan. what is a great example of that is Ottawa. Because I've spent considerable time there, got a lot of friends there. And it's split three ways between Leafs fans, Canadians fans, and Senators fans. Because when the Sens showed up in 92, those Leaf fans didn't stop cheering for Toronto. And no. it's like you're saying if you put a CFL team in Saskatoon, are they going to stop cheering for the Rough Riders? Probably not. And by the way, on that CFL vein, hate to be a downer here, but I'm going to do a little more investigating this week. Just talking with football guys, football parents, okay, of junior and college players. Parents who've got more skin in the game, right? Yeah. Um, they're getting a little concerned about this fall and new sports football and that it has nothing to do with the virus, has more to do with does the university want to shell out the dough to put their team out on the field? Or are they in a position to play? What if there is a positive COVID test and somebody gets hurt or is hospitalized? Shoot, curses, somebody loses their life because of the variant, the lawsuit side of things, you know. So I, I had a guy... On the weekend, hang his head over my fence and say, Rod, do you think the CFL is going to play? And I said, as we sit here today right now, probably not. 60-40, no. Some have said up to 70-30, no. And he goes, well, they got to play. They got to play. They got to play. And I'm like, do you want my answer or do you want to argue? You asked me what I think, so I'm telling you what I think. He didn't want to hear what I, what I wanted to say. Yeah. You know, and then I go into Starbucks to pick up a coffee on Saturday and <laughs> just a regular coffee guy there that I've seen for years with his coffee buddies. He comes in to pick up his ordered mobile order. Right. And I, I don't honestly remember his name, but I said, you look lost. <laughs> you know me, right? And he goes, well, I am lost. Two years without football. What am I going to do? And I said, we'll get into something else. And he goes, what else is there to get into? And, of course, he's adorned in Rough Rider stuff from head to toe. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, I don't know. I'm into horse racing. I'm into golf. I'm into auto racing. Like, I'm into a lot of other things while this. And I'm sitting there going, because I know he watches my show. I'm like, you haven't listened to one bloody thing I've said for the last year in terms of your own mindset and how to deal with the pandemic. You just, nothing against him. But to sit and mope about the fact there's no CFL football, specifically if you don't work in the league, you're just hurting yourself. Yeah. You really are, right? You have opportunities to still fill that void with something else. There are plenty of other things to fill the void. Doesn't mean you're not going to miss it and come right back to, you know, Rough Rider right. football or Argonauts football. This is just to pass the time. Yeah. This is for your own mindset, which incidentally, Clark says we need to take a break, and we will. But Bob Wiley... On that Zoom call I was on last night, the legendary O-line coach, most famously with the Cleveland Browns, he goes, we talk all the time about mindset. Have you ever actually talked to your players about what that mindset needs to be? We always say mindset, mindset, mindset. Well, have you looked into it? That's why he's such a great coach. That's good. Right? 
We'll be back in a moment with viewer takeover. Hang on. And Jeff Reinbold coming up in hour two. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV, YouTube, and Facebook Live daily, and 24-hour sports talk for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Listen live. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. And us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now, back to your host, Rod Peterson. few things going on here today on this uh, Monday. Let's do a curling report, Moose. All right. For Verge Agriculture, a third straight loss left Canada's Kerry Anderson on the ropes after the opening weekend of round-robin play at the LGT World Women's Curling Championship in Calgary. It's still quite early, but a podium appearance looked like a long shot after the team's latest defeat, a 7-6 decision to the United States in a game where Kerry threw a woeful 54%. Normally a powerhouse at major curling events, Canada has struggled to a 1-4 record in the Mark and McPhail Centre bubble. Anderson, who was off for the evening draw, was in a three-way tie for 11th place in the 14-team field, ahead of only curling minnow Estonia. A significant turnaround will be needed just to make the top six cut for the playoffs. The same cut line will be used to determine country berths for the 2022 Beijing Olympics. Canada has little wiggle room as it looks ahead and tough matchups still await. Olympic silver medalist In Jung Kim of South Korea is on tap today for Canada. And former world champion Eve Muirhead of Scotland is up on Tuesday Anderson, third Val Sweeting, second Shannon Burchard, and lead Brianne Waller are close to must-win territory. Jennifer Jones was the last Canadian skip to win this event, taking gold in 2018 at North Bay, Ontario. Chelsea Carey skipped the Canadian entry in 2019 at Silkeberg, Denmark, but did not make the playoffs. The Curling Report is brought to you daily by Verge Agriculture, helping farmers plan and optimize their operations across every field, Try Verge's Precision Farm Tech software for free today at vergeag.com. Darren, what's the opposite of Debbie Downer? What would be a... Super optimistic. Peter positive? Positive, yeah. Something like that? Yeah. Let's be Peter and Paul positive here right now. As we face off for Ultimate Fan Zone and the Mad Greek on what the CFL draft could look like moving ahead. And that's not just... What they're now calling the National Draft, which will take place Tuesday night, the formerly the Canadian College Draft, if they've indeed changed names. I'm going to hand it over here to Paul Positive as to what you'd like to envision how this will go in, in the years ahead. Did you guys whip up a name bar that fast? With the next incarnation of the Canadian Football League or Continental Football League. Over to you, Paul. Yeah, I could see, and I've seen some players talking about this on social media, on Twitter especially, um, an American player draft, you know, full draft for Canadians and Americans coming into the league. And how it would work, and this is what I've seen proposed, is you have the NFL draft, you have a small window, you know, days, maybe a week or two, to, for non-drafted free agents to sign in the National Football League. And then they all declare for the Canadian Football League draft. All these non-drafted players declare, and you actually have a draft. So all the free agent signings are on pause until after the, uh, the Canadian draft, the Canadian Football League draft. And I think it could be tremendously exciting because we would be familiar with all of those names. We would have heard some names across the uh, uh, NFL draft uh, broadcasts. 
We'd be able to scout them. It would be fun, and you'd be drafting impactful players. All these Americans that have gone on to great careers, or most of them in the CFL, would come through the draft. So it would matter. Picks would matter more. In-season trades would matter more. These assets of draft picks would matter more. Only problem is the National Football League draft just wrapped up, right, in late April. And if you're going to spend some time and then do your own draft, you're supposed to open training camps in the middle of May. The timelines don't work. But with the CFL-XFL combining, it could be really fun. I got nothing on that. I'm not even going to argue it. That's Paul Positive right there. And the face-offs brought to you by Ultimate Fan Zone. Now just a click away. UltimateFanZone.ca. Their new website or check out. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram, UFC, downtown Moose Jaw, home of everything authentic. And for the mad Greek in Moose Jaw, don't want to dine in? Takeout window is now open and delivery is available. Head to the madgreekeatery.com today. That's Paul Positive, and I'm going to be negative Nelson here for a second and just say, that's all great, but the CFL doesn't want your help or my help or their help. They'll do what they do. And with their draft Tuesday night, the first round or two will be on TSN. They'll get through it. We'd like to see it morph into what we saw over the weekend in the National Football League or some version of that. We'll kick that around in the second hour kickoff. And Jeff Reinbold coming up as well. We'll check the poll results. Uh, Stick around. We'll be right back after this break on Game Plus. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.